Hello, and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. This is Jill Cruz. Today, I had a wonderful conversation with Dr. Bonnie Gasquet. Dr. G, as she is called, and I called her in the podcast, is a medical doctor, and she specializes in anti-aging medicine. So you may not even, did not even know that that existed, but it does. And it was a fabulous conversation because she and I are both so much on the same page about how just because you are getting older and maybe certain circumstances, whether it's a medical history, a medical issue or genetics or whatever it is, doesn't mean that you have to settle, that you have to give up and say, well, I just, I went through menopause or I had breast cancer treatment and now I'm postmenopausal and, you know, I just, I'm going to live my life without all these wonderful juicy hormones. That is not the case for the vast, vast majority of people. Whether you're perimenopausal or you're postmenopausal, it doesn't matter. There are so many things that can be done, whether it's with nutrition, lifestyle, like the stuff that we do, supplements, you know, a lot of natural botanicals that can help, but also with a doctor like Dr. Bonnie Gasquet, who can help with hormone replacement therapy. And this is bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, which you're going to hear about in this podcast episode and really compelling reasons for you to consider Hmm, am I a candidate for this type of treatment? So yeah, I'm not going to say anymore because you got to listen to the episode and hear the very uh, strong argument to be made that it really can make a big difference and it's worth it to investigate for your health, for your long-term health. Enjoy. Hello, Dr. G. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm super, super excited to talk to you today. So one thing that I really want to start with, because I think there's so much misinformation around this, is hormone therapy, or more specifically, what we want to talk about is bioidentical hormone therapy. You know, I mentioned to you, I think a lot of women are, they've gotten misinformation and they're fearful or they just can't find a doctor who is knowledgeable in that area, which is also a big problem. So, so let's start with that. Can you explain or give us an overview of what bioidentical hormones are and what that means? Yes, certainly. Yes. Um, one of my favorite topics. So bioidentical hormones, literally, it means that the strain of medication or the strain of hormone that has been compounded into a capsule or into a cream or into, you know, a troche, the exact medication that's in there matches human DNA hormone. So it's not something the synthetic medications are, for instance, based off of horse horse urine to be exact. So for decades and decades, we were subjected to only synthetic hormone. And that means that it was based off of horse urine. It stayed in your system twice as long. The way it binds to our human receptor didn't give the same message that bioidentical hormone would, or basically circulating hormone would. So for decades, we were subjected to just synthetic hormones. So that big women's health initiative trial that everyone kind of is afraid of, um, they used synthetic hormone, they used unopposed estrogen, and both of the everything that they used, the, the estrogen and the progesterone were both not bioidentical. So the results came out that 
hormones are bad, but really what it was is synthetic estrogen is bad, especially when it's unopposed, meaning you have to have progesterone and estrogen present, accounted for, and balanced. Because if you have estrogen too high, high circulating estrogen without any progesterone puts you at risk for breast cancer. So it's like those isolated things were not teased out. They were not harped upon. It wasn't harped upon that that health initiative study was synthetic hormone. So now fast forward to date, all of the synthetic hormones were FDA approved and FDA you know, cleared and all of this stuff, whereas the bioidentical compounded hormones have not all been FDA approved. However, things like, uh, say, metformin was FDA approved for diabetics, for, for insulin, you know, for the use of uptake of glucose, but it was not technically FDA approved for weight loss, but it's used off-label and it's used off-label for the reduction of testosterone. So it's like, which, which one, which rule are we going to follow? So that, yeah. was a very, that was a very long answer to a question, but synthetic hormones based off of horse urine, they are not identical to the, to the circulating hormone that we have in our body. The hormones that we use that are compounded in the pharmacy, the base strain is taken from yam because the yam molecular formulation or the molecular makeup, we can remove just a couple of spots and that strand is now identical to what our hormone is. Boom. Wow. That's incredible. That's, that's so interesting. And, and I think a lot of people don't know this. And unfortunately, from my experience talking to our, our clients, doctors and medical doctors out there, gynecologists, GYN doctors who should be <laughs> I, doing this. I am in the middle of, of helping patients find alternate OB-GYN doctors because there is one uh, person in our hometown, uh, right outside of New Orleans, that not only is he not educated on it, he is basically bullying any patient that asks about it, that is on it. He's kind of berating them, bullying them, yelling at times. And, and it's very off-putting as a physician for me to know that he's doing this to patients. And he's not the only one, but he happens to just be very nasty about it. The OB-GYN population, for instance, those doctors, they don't even check your hormones before they take your uterus and your ovaries sometimes. And that doesn't mean all of them, but it's more frequent than not that I get a woman coming in saying that she had a hysterectomy and she's never been told anything about her hormones. Oh my gosh, that that is, uh, and I know you mentioned this, or you sort of alluded to the topic of of uh, care and treatment uh, for patients in in our system. And I've had other people on this podcast. Uh, we've had uh, people talk about medical gaslighting and horrible things that happen, and and women in particular are treated. And, and people of color, we know, I mean, there's there's a lot of issues going on in our country around this, but it's a special place in my heart being 52 years old <laughs> and, and, and basically having gone through perimenopause, uh, still going through perimenopause and experiencing that it really can be quite comfortable and, and easeful and not this terrible experience that, that we hear about if you're under the right care. And um, it's just, yeah. Right. So what, usually what happens, a lot of times my patients find me for multiple different reasons, but a lot of times they find me because they've been pushed off 
for years because they were maybe anxious or depressed and their primary care told them, you know, oh, it's your age or, you know, oh, it's your caffeine or, oh, it's your marriage or, oh, it's this or that. When in reality, um, what's happened is some of their hormones have started to dip. Most frequently, I would say progesterone dips, then testosterone and then estrogen. And when we finish with our estrogen, that's when we've, we've gone through the change, when we've gone through menopause, when we don't have our cycle anymore. But until we get to that point, we need progesterone in a certain amount to balance estrogen. If we don't have it, we are going to feel wired but tired. So you're up all night. Your brain, well, they say the woman's brain is on. We're thinking about this. We're thinking about that. We're anxious, you know. And and so they'll say like, oh, you're just an anxious person. There is a breakdown product of allopregnenolone that helps our receptors in our brain calm so that we can go to sleep. So if you don't have those hormones circulating, then you're not gonna have the byproduct to help you calm your brain or at least to go to sleep. So insomnia, daytime fatigue, anxiety, and then you get depressed because you were so anxious that you got nothing done and people basically called you crazy all day. So it's some of those things. And then also progesterone being absent will cause your body to want to hold on to fat, like it's a survival mechanism. If you think of a woman, you think voluptuous, you think estrogen, like womanly shape, estrogen. So that is what an estrogen dominant person looks like. And that estrogen dominant person likely has an imbalance sooner than later. So progesterone in and of itself can cure so many things just to be present and, and balancing estrogen. It, it's literally a, a miracle. I, I swear to it. It's, it's one of the best uh, medications that my patients can get. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, people listening to this are going to be like, what? What? Yeah. Uh, you know, because it's it's literally, in my opinion, it's a crime. It's a crime that women are going through 10, 15, 20. Even, I had a, a patient, a client who I was working with 67 years old, and she still was dealing with like postmenopausal issues. You know, that's maybe not such a common occurrence, but so many women in their 40s and 50s just suffering, suffering needlessly. It's, it's, it's so infuriating. The flip side of that, so, so progesterone goes down. And then the other thing would be when your testosterone goes down, you start to lose muscle mass. You lose actually your bone strength. You lose your ability to uh, cope with stress as well as you did in the past. Of course, you lose libido, hair thinning, all of these things. A lot of the symptoms overlap. But even in the absence of annoying symptoms, you have to realize estrogen protects our blood vessels and it protects our bone health. Testosterone protects our bone health. If you're running around with zero of that, just because I've gone through the change and I don't have night sweats, or just because traditional doc um, says that you don't need any of that stuff, you're going to break a hip early and you put yourself at risk for an early cardiovascular event. So even when those annoying symptoms are silent, you still have to be aware of your numbers because you don't, I mean, I wouldn't want to put someone in an early grave if I could prevent it, you know? Yeah, wow, that's a really, really good point and something that I have, because so many women do have symptoms, <laughs> but there are those who don't. And and even if, you know, a lot of times it might be mild, like they'll have something, but it'll be mild. And if they're not keeping tabs on this, this is this is not just a, Oh, honey, I want to have I want to have a good sex drive in my fifties. It's your long term health that you're talking about here. It's really important. 
And then the other thing, I'm not sure if your mother is still alive. My my mother actually passed a few years ago, but people that are our age who your parents are still alive, if you're noticing things like memory impairment in yourself or in your mother or your aunt or whoever, circulating estrogen keeps the amygdala active. Okay. So those are the things like our memories. Those are the, yeah, th- there are certain, I guess, aspects of Alzheimer's and early onset dementia that they are rearing their face earlier because estrogen isn't present to stimulate those cells. So if you think your mom is forgetful or she's just basically losing her mind and you're like, oh, she's, she's really old. She's just getting old. She's just getting old. It's possible that if her hormones are checked and they're completely deficient and you gave it back, her brain could light, could, could brighten up a little bit. Just return to her some of the natural things mm-hmm. that she's missing. Yeah, wow. And the other thing, when we age estrogen, we need estrogen for our collagen and we need progesterone to keep our cells plump. So collagen elastin, you know, we lose it. Our face starts drooping. We get dried, desiccated looking when the progesterone's gone and you just look old earlier. Wow. I mean, if you haven't made a case here, I don't know who's going to. <laughs> you know, sometimes in my head, I'll see women and, and I see their behavior. I see their sadness. Some people used to just come sit at the office and they were just sad. And I'm like, please let me check your hormones. And I see their sadness or I see the age on their face, but I, I see that they want to hang out with their grandkids or they want to go, you know, just be at in the mall, the smallest little thing. And then they isolate themselves and they're depressed. And when you get depressed and isolated, you become more depressed. And it's a vicious cycle. And then you sit on your butt and you gain weight. Yeah. You know, add, add, to, add, add to that whatever you want. Right. But it's like, yeah, we're neglected. We are neglected. Yeah. Wow. So what's a girl to do? <laughs> so first, I would start with if you're listening to this and you feel like, I have symptoms that might be related to hormone stuff, or I have symptoms or problems that no one has been able to give me an answer to, or I have goals that I want to reach. Like, you know, I want to be more athletic. I want to have a little bit more endurance, um, or even I just want to see where my numbers are. There's a website called A4M, like the big letter A, the number four, and the big letter M, um, A4M, and you can search for a provider in your area, or you can just go to Google and type anti-aging doctor near me or bioidentical hormones near me. And it'll bring up the, the people in your nearest vicinity. If, and I do have patients that are kind of out in the woods and no one's near them. If you can't find someone near you, I'm always available at studiohealth.net, or I'm sure you'll leave my info at the bottom there. Um, some of the symptoms, if the patient has their own primary care doctor, some of the symptoms will allow me to see that patient under my Florida license. And we can either have you go to a local, like a Quest or LabCorp. I can send a phlebotomist to my private patient's home. There are actually test kits for people who are on medications already or for those special cases where I'm like, I really need to see even the enzymes that your hormones are working with. And those are saliva, urine, and like little fingerprint tests. Patient does it at their house mails it off at their convenience, and then it's uploaded into my database, and then we set up a phone call. Do you um, have a preference, or do you try to get hit all the different types of labs? Because I know, like, I use Dutch. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess I can say mm-hmm. that, but it's my podcast. <laughs> I can say, you know, there are different ways to test, obviously. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I, we do serum blood testing. So that's when you, the phlebotomist takes your blood. I do ZRT. I do Dutch, the Dutch test, Dutch plus cortisol awakening response. So all of those ZRT has a few test kits that I like for neurotransmitters. So when I have someone with like history of migraines that if their hormones are balanced and I really need to, what I call MacGyver it, you know, and figure it out, I use those extra test kits and it, Every bit of information helps because, for instance, thyroid, it could be as simple as a circuit, like your selenium, which is a big deal, actually, selenium. <laughs> but I have test kits that test for, you know, all of the, the element, the metals and things like that. So I like to investigate and I don't do it unnecessarily. If there's a if there's a problem that hasn't been solved, you know, we get we get to the heart of it, if possible. And um you know, and I don't like unnecessary medications. Uh, so that's why I do a little bit more investigation. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a functional medicine approach. What's your board, uh, your medical doctor? And So I am on uh, internal medicine. However, I've gone through the A4M, but through this fellowship where I guess you could say I'm a functional medicine practitioner, but everything I do, you could say either functional medicine or alternative medicine. And it's basically internal medicine with staying up to date with all of the newest tests and, and treatments. I mean, I do have private patients. I am a concierge medical doctor, so I do have like my annual medical patients. But I have subsets of, of patients where if you just want to see me for your hormones and your primary care doctor can take care of all of your other things. And more frequently than not, when I fix your hormones, including thyroid, um, your blood pressure gets better because progesterone is needed to kind of relax your vessels. Your blood pressure gets better. Your stress goes away. You don't need, you know, all of these sleep aids anymore. Um, your thyroid's good. So your metabolism's gotten a little bit better. And um, yeah, they, they see their primary care doctor less. <laughs> right. Yeah. And what about, so we talked, I think a lot of what we focused on already in this discussion has been around perimenopause and what about postmenopause? So let's say somebody hasn't, you know, they're 60 years old, they've been past their period for now eight years or seven years or whatever. What happens then? Can, are they eligible for this? Definitely well, there's no age, there's no age limit on on receiving bioidentical hormones and feeling like a like a very awake, normal, live human being. Like there's no there's no age limit. But forget about the population of women that had to have early hysterectomies due to trauma, due to babies, due to fibroids that no one checked on. So a woman that's gone through a surgically induced menopause they will start feeling the wrath of hormones changing about one year after that uterus is gone. If they've taken the, the ovaries out, both of them as well, then maybe a little bit sooner. But on one hand, either everyone gets, they get their total hysterectomy and they get handed this blanket patch, like this estrogen patch. Everyone gets the same dose and the same patch. I don't like that. Or they'll take your organs and give you nothing. <laughs> it, I laugh a little bit about it, but it's, it's, it happens. It happens. It's, it's to, again, it's, it's incredibly frustrating. And I'm so glad to have this podcast to be able to spread the word about this and, and the work that you're doing. You're, you know, you're spreading the word about it. One of my favorite cases is I had a man contact me. He's actually retired Navy strong guy, would never want to admit any anything's wrong in his household, contact me to tell me that his wife put him out 
and she refuses to let him in the house. She wants him to either get a mistress or to um, move out, and she wants a divorce because she no longer feels the desire or the need to participate and do her quote-unquote wifely duties, right? So the options were either you get a mistress and don't tell me about it or you get out of my house. So the husband said, well, I'm going to move out. So that's when he messaged me. He said, look, I heard about what you do. I need your help. Will you see my wife? So the wife comes, turns out her primary care doctor has been telling her that she's been depressed for the last 10 years. They've tried all of these different antidepressants, da 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 No one ever checked her hormones. I checked her hormones. This woman was literally deficient in progesterone. That's it. One little natural hormone capsule. I compounded it. Three months later, the husband called me. He's like, I don't know what you did. I've been back in the house. She's like 18 years old again. Like she's wanting to participate. We go out to dinner. Like we're out. It was just, I got goosebumps. It was like night and day to have this husband call me and tell me basically that hormone saved my marriage. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. So it's really, really important that people understand this. And then you know, there's so many different scenarios for each individual. They have their own history, whether it's, you know, thyroid compound, you know, making the situation worse. Or So it's really important that people find practitioners that are going to listen to them and not just write them a script for, you know, an antidepressant, uh, send them off to a therapist or whatever it's, it's, it's rampant. It's rampant and it needs to change. And I think, gosh, I don't, I don't know. I'm starting to get a little depressed right now. Thank you about it. So I have another woman who she's actually just sad because her group of female friends are all, she says they're all old. They don't want to do anything with me. They're all old. And I said, well, why are they old? She said, well, their doctor doesn't believe in bioidenticals. They don't know how to test them and this and that. So, you know, I tell them to come to me if they need to. Uh, but a lot of them have been shunned and told no and told that it's you, you know, this whole time. They probably think I'm just another doctor. So I'm glad that people can hear me and, and hear the, I guess, life that you can that you can have, that, that, that there's life out there. You can get it back. So true. Well, I'm so glad that we're here talking about that. What else? Because I know we talked about a couple of things before we started recording. What else is are you excited about right now? So, well, I just wanted to add one more thing to that. So we talked about estrogens. I don't think people realize we have three different estrogens and also the estrogens have different receptors that they bind to. We talked about progesterone. We talked about testosterone. We talked about thyroid. We didn't talk about cortisol. Cortisol, that's our stress hormone. So if you are not getting sleep and you're running around tired all day and you're taking care of kids and you're taking care of husband and you're taking care of business and you either are or you are not working out and then you rent and repeat, chances are your cortisol is all over the place. It's aiding and abetting the issues of not sleeping and feeling tired and gaining weight and things like that. So cortisol, um, like I said, uh, the Dutch test, they have a cortisol awakening response. And, and then it's got like these different test points during the day. So it helps me pinpoint at what point during the day do you need the most help? And then I tease out your lifestyle. What have you been doing at that point during the day? What natural supplement can I give you to help kind of remedy that situation? And then we do lifestyle modification and things like that. So I just don't want anyone to forget cortisol. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for, for bringing that up because especially when within a lot of our clients are looking to lose weight. and <laughs> Yeah, and that brings me to the, the newest rage 
ozempic or semaglutide and all of its, you know, relatives. So I would say probably a few months ago, and I was already writing the prescriptions, but with my patients, I check your blood work. A, do you need it? B, I check your blood work. Is your liver function intact? Is your hemoglobin A1C in an area where it needs to be decreased? And do you have excess circulating glucose? Because the way it works is it helps you utilize your excess circulating glucose. And then once it's finished with that, it starts working on your stored glycogen glucose. So it's safe to have you lose weight. It's not going to drop your glucose if you're using it by itself. And as long as your liver function is intact, then, and you don't have a history of multiple endocrine neoplasia and you haven't had a reaction to something similar, um, then you're likely a good candidate. It's a prescription. It's a once a week um, injectable, like a little insulin shot, but once a week, people are losing on average about 15 to 20% of their weight. And then when they finish the shot, they're keeping it off. And so what it's what I see and what the patient feels is that appetite is decreased. I feel full quicker. I'm not hungry as frequently. I don't have cravings. And your body's using the glucose that it needs to use. And it's kind of getting rid of all the stuff it's stored. And it's just, it's, it's a very nice way to kickstart and get you to, uh, I guess, a reset spot. And then you have to realize your stomach is only a certain size, right? So with the shot, I think your body has learned, hey, don't put extra food in that in my stomach because it's only the size of my fist, right? So you don't you basically relearn how to how to be a good eater and and um I guess food consumer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's really I just wrote a blog post about some of these medications this past week uh because it is being used a lot popularly, and maybe um, some of my friends who are, you know, weight management physicians have mentioned that there's uh, some misuse going yes. on. Misuse and overuse. I've had a couple of women, I would say last week, I had like four women come to me. There's someone in our local area who basically you call them up tell them that you want it. And then they write it. There's no interview. There's no consult. There's no history. There's no, um, what's your nutrition like? What's your exercise like? What, you know, have you actually tried? What's your hormone? There's nothing. And then, um, and then there's no lab testing. And then, so some people are like, well, why do you want to test my labs? And I said, well, why wouldn't I want to test your labs? You know, so um, not everyone qualifies for it. And there's definitely some excess use and some misuse of it. At one point, there was a controversy as to whether are we taking away from the diabetics or from the pre-diabetics that are, you know, supposed to use it. My argument on that one is I can't say anything for the nurse practitioner or or the weight loss person that's overriding it. But uh, with me, you know, like I said, I check my numbers. I interview my patient. I, I'll stalk you on Facebook. And if you're drinking a Coca-Cola, I will text you and I will say, I saw you. I saw what you did. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. I, I've been known to, I'll call you out on Facebook. I'll say, <clears throat> I can see you. And I do that. And I don't care because if you're coming to me for help, I'm going to call you out on it. But anyhow, I compound our um, semaglutide and I, I marry it with a peptide that decreases nausea and decreases bloating. So we're not taking away from that brand pool and I'm not taking away from that base semaglutide. It is a medication that I that the, that the pharmacy compounds for us. And I checked with them. I said, 
are we taking medicine out of anyone's hands? And they said, no, we can, we can just keep creating. We don't have any limitations on our ability to make it. So I said, all right, well, the problem is traditional doctors don't get on the phone and talk with their pharmacists and say, hey, what are some more alternatives? Yeah. Wow. Well, it, you're, you're definitely a model physician, I have to say. And, and I hope that, that, you know, we can have more doctors functioning this way because just, just the multiple issues that you've brought up that are happening. And I know it's hard being a medical doctor and, and a lot of people are either going to concierge or they're going, getting folded into these huge, huge, you know, hospital systems and they don't, have the freedom to function in the way that they would like to. So we don't, we're not here to bash anybody, but right. the, the system needs to change. The way that it's functioning right now is it's not serving patients and properly. And patients are the ones who are going to actually be the ones who make the change. Well, like doctors might want to change too, but um, as long as people are just in the system and they're not saying anything and they're just taking, taking it lying down, nothing's going to change. Yeah. And thankfully, I do have a lot of the, the doctors in my area that know that they cannot get their patients covered for the labs that I do, or they know that they aren't specialized or they're not accustomed to doing the things that I do. They send me their patients and then and then I share care with them. And I'm like, you know, thank you so much. And I'll, I send their blood work. I send, you know, whatever I did for them. But some of the local doctors have realized, like, my hands have been bound and I can't help you, but I know someone who can. So call Dr. G and and please, you know, like, let me know that, that she can help you. And then the other thing is I try to encourage other doctors, like we have to play friendly. A lot of, a lot of this stuff is cutthroat and kind of, we want to keep these things secret in our brains to a, to a degree as a traditional doctor. But once you get out there and you see, like, there's an abundance of knowledge and 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 treatments that we can create and, and work on. You know, every year for the A4M conference, we go in December and it's like a meeting of the minds. We bring all of our cases. We discuss what did we discover? What can we change? What didn't work? And it's like, it's so beautiful because you have all these brains and all these, uh, like, like very humble, heartfelt physicians, and we just want to fix it, you know? So yeah. I think doctors need to get their ego down a little bit and just accept that we, we all need to do it together. Yeah. And and you you got into this field for a reason, that you wanted to help people. So um, that's it's very important. If you're not helping people anymore. Yeah. So this has been incredible. Do you have any, you know, I really appreciate the conversation educating people around the specific hormones. That was golden. Uh, so people can listen and go, hmm, okay, I'm not, I'm not, again, not just going to settle. But just because I'm 45 post hysterectomy or 55 or, you know, whatever age you are. And, you know, something that I've, I read about Oh gosh, I can't remember the name of the book, but it, it really opened my eyes around bio, uh, around hormone therapy. And mm -hmm. they talked about one of the authors was actually uh, self-identifies as a very strong feminist, and mm -hmm. she said that a lot of times people would ask her, "Well, you know, aren't we going against nature? Isn't this the natural process? You know?" And it's like, well, yeah, if you died when you were fifty-five, maybe that was okay, <laughs> but <laughs> if you're living to be ninety. Do you, how do you want to live that life? And there are options for all of us to, to live a better life. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so my, this is my thing. And, and I know not everyone might be religious and I'll put it out there because I am religious. And this is, you know, a lot of people have died. A lot of people get ill and it's like, you you want to find reason in the world. So I am religious. And I'll just say, I think each of us were put here for a specific reason. And if we've been given, if God gave us the grace of one more day and one more day and one more day and one more day, why not feel, if your hormones are gone, you feel dead. You don't feel like you're alive. So why not give yourself the permission to feel like you're a human again and you can get in your brain and figure out what is my reason for existence on this planet and let me go do it because now I feel awake and I feel like I can do, I can move, you know, I can think, I can grow. So I just don't understand why you would intentionally let yourself stay at the bottom of the floor or at the bottom of the well, you know? It's one thing to not have the knowledge that there are doctors out there, there are options out there. But if you do have the option and and the... I guess if you do know that there's extra help out there, at least don't knock someone else down. Let them go try to better themselves and figure out why, why am I here? Let me live my life. Let me live my life. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I, I think it's really important to bring that back to having that purpose and that passion. I I just interviewed a woman today on the podcast who had her, as she calls her, encore career uh, in her mid sixties, and uh, you know she was in very much like a corporate environment. And then she be, she actually went to school, got her master's degree, and and she's a um, a counselor now. She's a therapist. So there's really unlimited potential. And I believe that so strongly um, that, and, and I think it's important for women to, we all, like you said, lift each other up and, and say, Hey, you know, there, there is more, there is more and there's more and there's more. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in human, human potential, you know, really expanding our minds and our physical bodies as much as we can. I'm a, I'm a huge uh, fan of NFL football. And I, I talk about it on the podcast sometimes. I'm- Wait, I'm from New Orleans. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> the Saints just have my Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and it's when you I don't know if you watch, but when you watch, you it, it, I'm so part of my fascination with football is that look at what human beings are able to do. Yes, they're young. Yes, they've yeah. been groomed for a long time to do that, but it's incredible what the human body can do. And just because we're women and we're older doesn't mean that we can't at least expand our potential in our lives. Right. Well, if you think about like back in the, like, and I'm not very tall, I'm only five two, but I love the thought of like the Amazonian women, like the gladiator women. And I'm like, their bones were strong. Their muscles were strong. They were tight. Not that you have to have a certain physique, but the point is if I had to fight something tomorrow and and, like protect my family, I can do it, you know, or, or at least I can just, I can lift things like, and I'll shut up after this. I remember when I lived in St. Martin and my son was about five years old and he was a, he was a husky little five years old. And, um, I was studying and I saw something on the ceiling and I thought it was a huge tarantula. He weighed probably about, I don't know, 75 pounds. It's that's like a big sack of potatoes. Right. And for me to like literally swoop him up, I ran through the house. I tossed him on the, (laughs) and for me, there was no real danger. It turned out to be like a one of those light island crabs. But in my head, I was like, we are going to die. 
And so, yeah, you know, I, I was able to, you know, swoop him and, and, and save us from what turned out to be nothing very harmful. But I like the fact that I was able to do it because there are some people that can't swiftly pick up their child or their, you know, or, or push someone out of the way or do do anything, you know. Mother's instinct is a big deal. But I mean, I felt very gladiator in that. Yeah. And it's it's even just not falling when you're taking a walk, right? I mean, <laughs> even at that level. Yeah, the, the, I think we've I think we've given sufficient inspiration and reason here for people to to seek out the care that they deserve is really what it comes down to. We all deserve yeah. to be cared for properly by doctors, nutritionists, um nurse, it doesn't yeah. matter, you know, what the field is. So I really appreciate your time here today. Dr. G, um, you know, it was just a lot of fun. And it's, it's oh, like I said, an, uh, something near and dear to my heart because it's painful to see other people suffering needlessly. It really is. Yeah, yeah, it is. I could go on all day about it, but thank you so much for, for having me and, and letting me at least educate as much as possible. And like I said, if, if you find an anti-aging doctor in the local area, if they want to look at my info at the bottom of your page, send me a message. Um, there's like links on my webpage. There's links on my social media. You can shoot me a DM and just say, Hey, I'm so-and-so I'm in this area. You know, can, can I, ha- can I get help? Sure. Thank you. Yes, we will certainly do that. But thank you so much for spending the time with me today. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to that episode with Dr. Bonnie Gasquet, a.k.a. Dr. G. So you can learn more as uh, Dr. G talked about in the episode by visiting her website, which is studiohealth.net. That link will be in the show notes. And um, she provides 24-hour concierge medical services. Of course, we talked about the hormone replacement therapy treatments. She has other anti-aging treatments. She also mentioned, you know, helping with uh, weight loss. So check her out. It was really a pleasure speaking with her. And also, as you are in this whole world of thinking about your health and anti-aging and recognizing that you deserve to have fabulous, fantabulous health for your entire life, no matter your age. I'm here for you. Dr. Uh, G is here for you. There are so many of us here for you. If you want to learn more and get more inspiration, please check out our website, which is winweightloss.com. That's W-Y-N, weightloss.com. W-Y-N stands for with your nature. So we take a very holistic approach, taking into account your needs, your desires, your you know unique history. And so we have some great blog posts there that you can check out and be inspired by. And also we have an amazing community, Mighty Networks, which is a, a platform that you can that you can join our community on. And when you do that, I will invite you to check out the Love Challenge. And the Love Challenge is this wonderful 12-day challenge. It's it's ongoing. You can join at any time. There's no cost at all. And it gives you some specific tools for helping with self-love. Because no matter what, whether you, you know, seek out treatment for hormones, whether you change your diet, no matter what it is that you are dedicated or committed to doing, 
It's very important, I believe very strongly, that we all should be doing this from a place of love. That that's the garden, that's the soil, that's the, the sunshine and the water that's going to nourish the entire process. In the Love Challenge, you get specific tools because we, most of us haven't been taught how to practice self-love. Self-love is a practice. It doesn't just happen. It takes a daily practice. So some great tools there for you and a fantastic community, very supportive. Join us there. And all of those links will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening.